Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. I'm too tired. I'm bored. This restaurant is terrible. Or I hate how I look today. These are all common complaints that we hear every day. And we all complain. As a matter of fact, the average person complains 15 to 30 times a day. And as we get older, those numbers go up. Hence the cliche, grumpy old person. No, not grumpy old man, not gonna happen. Grumpy old person. You know, today we're gonna talk to you about complaining. First, what's bad about it. And if you're a chronic complainer, you need to understand the health issues behind it. And then we're gonna give you six strategies, six, six strategies that you can implement to complain less. Now, here's a couple of concerns we found out. First, chronic complaining causes an increased release of cortisol. Now, this impairs your immune system, which in turn puts us more at risk of heart disease, high cholesterol, diabetes, obesity, stroke. And the other thing we found, continued complaining is toxic. It's time consuming and it's emotionally and physically taxing on you and those around you. There is a story of a wise man that we found and he's sitting on his throne and people have been coming to the wise man every day complaining about the same problems day after day after day. And then one day he told him a joke and everybody roared in laughter. And then after a couple of minutes, he told him the same joke and only a few of them smiled. When he told the same joke for the third time, no one laughed. So the wise man smiled and said, you can't laugh at the same joke over and over. So why are you always crying to me about the same problem? You know, the point here is that complaining a lot really doesn't yield a positive result. So let's go over the six strategies. And don't forget, we want you to stay to the end because then Jody and I are going to share with you how we as a couple handle complaints with each other and from other people. Some of these strategies came from an article we read by Elizabeth Scott, PhD, in Very Well Mind, which is her website. First strategy is called thought stopping. Now, this is a technique developed by therapists. So when you're about to complain about something or someone, The idea here is to pause and interrupt yourself with what you're about to say. You know, during that brief pause, you can either move on or rethink what you wanted to say and why are you really complaining about it? And finally, does it really matter? 
In other words, start becoming aware of when you're complaining. Maybe even keep track of it during a day or a week. You might be surprised. So strategy number two is journaling. And if you're following us, you're going to hear us talking about journaling a lot because it has a tremendous power to affect how we think, how we imagine our circumstances, and really how we act. So when you think of something you want to complain about, save that thought for later. Find your journal and write about it in there. If there's a real problem, you want to try to solve it with brainstorming solutions. It can turn the complaint into a more positive action. You know, strategy number three is get support. Use friends, family members, anybody that you trust in your circle. Instead of complaining to them about a problem, ask them if they can help you work through it. And try finding a way to laugh about it or change subjects and end the chat with something funny. Most of what we complain about really is trivial in nature anyway, so don't try to make it bigger than it needs to be. Strategy number four, be grateful for all you have in your life. When you think about what you want to complain, use strategy number one, the thought-stopping strategy, and really pause. Switch your thinking to a few things in your life that you're super grateful for. You know, Jody and I both journal every morning. And the first part of our journaling includes writing three things we're grateful for. Now, living a grateful life has power and it gives you control over your emotions. So we really strongly encourage that you do this. Strategy number five is take action. The urge to complain comes from a dissatisfaction with something that's going on in your life. And it's often coupled with a feeling that you can't change your circumstances. So you feel out of control and you feel helpless. But honestly, there's usually some action you can take to rectify the problem. If you get three bad meals in a row at a restaurant, an action might be to stop stop and talk to the owner or just stop going. Yeah, and we've done that before. And if you're in a caustic relationship with a chronic complainer, you know, it really, you've got to think about letting that relationship fade away. It just doesn't do you any good. The relationship is strained and you don't feel great. So do something about it instead of ruminating um, on the complaint or complaining about it yourself. And then the last strategy, number six, is to cultivate optimism in your life. Now look, complaining is a negative and damaging habit. Research shows that the one way to stop this negative habit is to replace it with a positive one. So for instance, let's say you're out to dinner with a couple and one of them keeps complaining about everything, the food, the service. I know that couple. I, I do. I know too. The ambiance, everything. Nothing's going right at all. Now, it's easy to get caught up in complaining with that couple or that person, especially if it's true, if this is bad food and bad service. But, but, but try this. Interject some positive things that you see. Mention a few positive things about the restaurant, maybe the decor or the location or the ambiance is better than the food. And maybe another thing you could do is just change the conversation. Share what's going well in your life. Yeah, and it's, it's a good strategy to use. And you're not, you're not necessarily going to change them, but you should be able to shift the conversation away from complaining into something more positive and engaging. So those were the six strategies. And Mark and I work hard on not complaining. 
We read a great book called The No Complaining Rule by John Gordon. We put the link below if you want to go deeper into the topic. In our relationship, we really try not to allow complaining, or at least we discourage it. Yeah, and I think that's really important. We talk about this a lot because we know the negative effects that it has on us and on, on each other. So when we have something to complain about, here is what we do. We have three questions we use. So if I were to complain to Jody about something, you would, you would ask me. I would say, what can you do to change the situation, problem, or issue? Right. And usually there's one or two things that you could do. Some are immediate actions. Right. Some are long-term. And some could just be that you just want to vent and you let it go and then you don't obsess about it. We don't. So we, we introduce a complaint in a different way to each other. We talk about a problem we're having or something that we're noticing and we say, hey, I want to talk to you about something and I want to find a way to fix it. So right off the bat, we're doing that. So the other question is, if Jody complains to me about something, my question to her could be, what can I do to help change the situation, problem or issue that you are having? And again, like the first one, there's going to be an immediate action or a long term solution. But really what I'm saying in the beginning is, how can I help you solve right. this problem? Right. And it's really the same process that we go through. And then the third thing we do is we challenge each other to really visualize what's the complete opposite of the complaint look like, or what does it feel like, or what would the outcome be if it was the complete opposite? So that helps us get to the other side of the thinking and really start to break through and find those solutions. So I think the thing that Jody and I do, and we've worked on this for years, is we, we, don't, we really don't complain. We work through things that are bothering us, things that we see, things that we want to fix. So, and bring them up in a kind and caring way. Yeah, and that's, I'm so good at this part, right? The kind and caring? Yes. Why are you making a face? I'm not making a face. Now look, some people complain more than others. We know that. We also know it's not healthy, and we hope we've given you some ways to get control over how much you complain. Try to keep track of the number of complaints you have in a day. Keep a mental or written diary of the complaints in your life, and then try the three-question quick fix at the end. That will help you stop your complaining. Now, if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends. And finally, join our free Facebook community. The link is in the notes below. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to being with you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also wanna change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier so this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. 
We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening.